guys, welcome to Jammin' and Jammies. I'm Megan Barker. We are sitting down with some of our favorite music creators and industry leaders, and we are finding out how they got where they are and hoping that they'll share some of their valuable insight into the music world with us. Um, you can watch the interviews online or tune into the podcast. We also do a live stream every Sunday now on Instagram, so just check out jamminandjammies.com for details on everything. Today, we are sitting down with Shauna Strasberg, who is the Vice President of Music and Talent at CMT. She's got a history in television and music, so I'm really excited to dive in see exactly what she does every day and just get an inside look at cmt um we have a lot of ground to cover so let's welcome her how you doing shauna hi how are you good thank you so much for being here today it's my pleasure absolutely do you want to just start by telling everyone where you're from and were you into music growing up sure and yes uh i grew up in los angeles california um and i've been passionate about music for as long as I can remember, you know, dancing in front of the TV when I was a little girl. And I come from a really musical family. So I used to ride around in the car with my mom and sing harmony and, you know, just sort of, and then growing up in LA, I was exposed to a lot of theater and music. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it just felt a little bit like destiny. It was just sort of in my heart and, you know, what I was most passionate about. So did you pursue music? As an, uh, well, yes and no. Um, I was in an acapella band when I was in college. Um, I did a lot of theater growing up and then was in an acapella band and we had a, a record deal and had an album out and everything. And uh, that was so much fun. So I definitely love the performance piece, but somewhere, a few years into coming to Nashville, I had the opportunity to work at a record label and and I did both. I sang background vocals for some of the people on wow. the label, but was also the receptionist. Then I was the assistant to the president. I did internet marketing. I did some PR. And so I learned how to do a little bit of everything. And um, I have kind of somehow wrapped all that up into like a television career now. And so I, you know, it, it all seems to serve itself in some big, yeah. funny, you know, conglomeration of, of experience. So um, I still sing with my friends and I love it, but uh, I just got really interested in the business side and, and more than the business side of music, I got interested in television in a really passionate way. Yeah. Um, and filmmaking and digital content and all that kind of stuff. So that brings wow. me to where we are today. You've done everything. A little bit of everything, yep. Did you see yourself getting into TV? Like, did you see that coming? <laughs> no, no. I'll tell you what happened was um, I had been working with an artist singing background vocals and uh, I was tour manager, background vocalist and assistant to the manager. Wow. And then she lost her deal. You know, that happens. Uh, it was a four-year wonderful run. And um, then I was unemployed in Nashville. <clears throat> and I had made some friends at a network um, called GAC, which was part of like, at that time, it was part of a company out of Denver. But people might know it as part of like Scripps and Food Network and um, Discovery and, you know, Anyway, it was, it was a kind of a startup at the time. And 
someone asked me, can you help us book something for what was called Fanfare, is now CMA Music Fest. Um, can you book our autograph booth? I was like, sure. And then when that was over, the VP said, um, do you want to book some shows? Our booker is leaving. Do you want to book some television shows? And I'm like, I've never done that before. I've been in front of the camera, but I've never really been behind it. And I didn't understand TV production or anything. And he said, here's a desk, a computer, a phone, and go. Yeah. And here's, you know, it was literally a stack of papers of everyone they had booked over the last three years. So here's some contact information and best of luck. And I knew enough people in town and to, to you know, be able to lean into those relationships a little bit and get to know even more people at labels and management companies. And so I became a TV talent booker, you know, and one thing led to another and I've been doing it for many, many years now. So it was an unexpected uh, gift, I would say. It's just fascinating. And I love that you're sharing the details. I appreciate it because, you know, I think that's the great thing about, well, life and the music industry is you just kind of don't know where it's going to lead. You know, you might start out doing one thing and end up at a totally different place. Um, how long did you do that at GAC? I was at GAC for 10 years. Okay. Um, and I ran the talent department and booked everything from uh, daily talk shows to music specials to live red carpets that we did for the ACM Awards out in Vegas. Um, we did uh, telethons. We did wow. uh, a show called Edge of Country. So we did Americana. We did mainstream country programming and uh, just gosh, a little bit of everything. I was there for 10 years. Wow. And then through the, you know, corporate, um, you know, changes that happened, they kind of moved the the main headquarters of GAC to uh, Knoxville. So I was let go with a bunch of people um, and decided to go out on my own. So I started my own talent booking company and GAC turned around literally the day after my last day and hired me as a freelancer. <laughs> and so I continued on with them, I think for another four years or something. Uh, as their booker and then started bringing on a whole bunch of other clients. So, and then how did you get to CMT? So I was kind of doing it myself, had my own business. Uh, I had kind of expanded things so that I was a celebrity talent booker for television and live events. Um, and did the HGTV lodge. I don't know if people are familiar yeah. with, yes. with that. And so I worked on that for eight years, just had some wonderful clients and, um, was doing media coaching for new artists, working with a lot of the record labels. And um, I got to know Leslie Fram. And <clears throat> excuse me, she's, you know, such, such a wonderful woman and an incredible supporter of new talent and established talent. And we would see each other at events all the time. And we admired one another. And then um, a wonderful uh, person who had been running the talent department at CMT who had been there for many, many years decided to leave. And so Leslie came to me and she said, would you be interested in joining the team? And that was about a year and a half ago. Wow. Um, so six months we're in the office and a year of it has been during COVID. 
Wow. Well, tell me what that has been like. What is it like? I mean, I actually wanted to ask you too, what a typical day is for you and what exactly your job is for everyone to know. And then how has COVID impacted all of that? Um, goodness gracious. Well, I'm sitting at my house. There's the guest bathroom. Uh, it took me a while to find like the most comfortable spot. And also very important is finding the right lighting. You Amen, know? sister. Yes. Right? <clears throat> because uh, there's certain spots in my house that don't look good on Zoom um, because I'm sitting in the dark and, you know, um, I've kind of found my rhythm, you know, I feel fortunate to have been working through all of COVID, um, you know, because so many people have not, but it's a bit isolating, you know, I miss the people. One of the reasons I took the job at CMT was I was my own company for probably eight years and I missed being part of one team yeah so I got six months of that and then this happened so um but you know I think a lot of us have gotten to know each other in a different maybe more intimate sense because you're literally like zooming into people's lives and you get to know their kids and their animals and you know what they look like first thing in the morning and all that stuff so um all things considered, it's it's not been bad. And we've, I mean, what it looks like, I get up um, and it's a lot of Zooms. It's a lot of Zooms with a lot of different departments at CMT. But in COVID, we've learned how to produce television specials. Um, our first two, I think last year, none of us were ever in the same room. The artists were not in the same room as the producers. The producers were not in the same room as the editors. Um, now I know I can do that. You know, I know how to do that. Um, and then we kind of worked our way into CMT Music Awards this last year, which moved to October. It's typically in June. Um, and we all went through testing and testing and more testing and masks and shields. But we were all able to be in the same space at one time. Yeah. We shot probably in six different locations and did outdoor shoots and actually got to spend time with, you know, the artists and managers and see our friends again. Um, so most of my day now is spent booking specials and booking, um, right now I'm working on, uh, well, I don't know if I'm supposed to say, we are honoring uh, a really wonderful legend uh, with a, um, a series that CMT does called uh, Giants, which honors someone who is, you know, a giant in the industry. So we're putting that together. So my job is to get probably 11 or 12 different um, artists and have them perform. And we're in the booking process now. So I'm working on that. We're launching a new show in the summer, a summer series. So I'm working on booking that. I'm the talent producer. Um, on an upcoming shoot we have for a show called Crossroads, which is where a pop act and a country act come together. So I'm busy emailing and Zooming with everyone and making sure all the artists have what they need and the band knows where they're going and the managers are comfortable with everything. Um, big job, big job. It's a lot, you know, every hour is different. Every 20 minutes is different depending on who calls and- Yeah, you don't really have a typical day, do you? <laughs> 
Not really. One thing that is the same is I have one cup of coffee in the morning to kickstart things. And other than that, I don't know where it's going to lead, you know. Exciting though. Do you like that? I do. I do. I like mixing it up. I like keeping it different, busy, you know, just sort of uh, there's variety to it. And one thing we try to always make time for um, is new artist meet and greets, which has been really amazing because we do these Zoom meetings with some unsigned and some signed artists. Um, and we get an opportunity to get to know people when they're kind of at the start of their process and their career and their process. Um, the process of learning how to do a meet and greet or, you know, we used to do them in person, but um, uh, how to answer questions, how to talk about your music, uh, you know, and so it's really wonderful to kind of be able to start that relationship with an artist at the very beginning. It's pretty yeah. special. So we always make time for that. That's a great segue because I was just going to ask how much of your job includes new talent. I'm sure every single day you and I'm sure a lot of other people at CMT are getting bombarded um, from new signs and then also independent musicians. So how much of your job can you dedicate to new talent? Yeah, you know, it's it's. It's a challenge, but in a good way, um, you know, we're so busy doing lots of stuff, but again, you know, to talk about Leslie Fram's dedication to new artists, she makes it, you know, just part of our mission really to yeah. um, make time to be on these Zooms. Um, obviously when we were in person, we would do once a week, one or two artists every Monday. And so people would gather together. So we've, you know, kind of pivoted to the virtual thing. Um, so it's it's probably, you know, 30 to 45 minutes once or twice a week now um, where we have the opportunity to hear people perform. We do a Q&A. Yeah. Um, and then we also get so many video submissions, you know? So that's also, we have a weekly music meeting and everyone um, that, sorry, everyone that uh, is, that submits a video, we review it and uh, we go upstairs. Hang on one second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing an interview that's live on video. I'm so sorry. Sorry. I'm being recorded. Um, anyway, so I was gonna put my mask on for a second, but I'm not going to. Um, so, yeah, so we do uh, video reviews and that's another way to sort of get to know um, what an artist is up to, what they're, you know, you get the opportunity. I mean, people sometimes submit numerous videos before you have, before you get on cmt.com or before we put them into rotation. So we try to really thoughtfully kind of examine, you know, the arc of someone's story Sure. where they started give really meaningful feedback yeah. so that if it's a no it's not just no it's like you know we try to help guide people and say you know maybe the quality of the video wasn't up to par perhaps you know we might be able to rec recommend like a camera person or you know however whatever way we can help people and and support i think is just a, a key element yeah so 
I think you guys have a reputation for being helpful and wanting to help the next generation of, of stars. Um, so can I ask, what do you guys look for? Obviously, it needs to be a good song and a good video. Yeah. Is there any yeah. other insight you can give into what you're looking for? Ooh, that's a good question and a big question because I think a lot of um, a lot of how would you describe talent? You know, I mean, a lot of what we're looking for—it's that X factor, it's the magic, it's the fairy dust. Um, you know it when you see it. Absolutely. I think people who really study the craft, practice their craft. Um, what do we look for? Someone who's passionate, someone who's um, a, a good storyteller, a good songwriter. Um, we, you know, we really try to support women, men, diversity. I mean, it, you're looking for talent, but you're also looking for different voices. Yeah you know, so that we're not supporting the same kind of artist over and over again, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. You don't want to penalize someone for being like someone else, but at the end of the day, we also want to look at how do you support the community and not just individual artists. So I would say um, looking at all different kinds of art. I mean, and it's crazy, like, people show up on these Zooms and we get the wackiest to the quietest to the most country to the least country. And I can't really put my finger on it, but I think it is that X factor because we will all talk about them afterwards and say, who was that person? They were amazing. I don't exactly know why, but they were, you know? So I, I don't know, it's a really, tough question for me to answer. No, you did a great job. I think we, okay. can, we all understand what, what you mean. Um, you just know when something's great, you know when you love it. Just like when we turn on the radio, we know we love a song. You can't always yeah. explain why, you just love it. Yeah. When a new artist comes to you guys uh, via you know, a video submission or whatever, how important is social media presence? And you know, do artists have to have teams per se, or, or do you guys welcome completely independent? Because I know some people have you know, management and they might have a booking, but they don't have the record deal yet. You know, how many components do you have to have yeah. to get CMT's attention? It really runs the gamut, you know? I mean, Leslie, sometimes Leslie or, or our video submission team is in direct contact with artists. Um, if they don't have a team, that's okay. Yeah. You know, um, sometimes all you have is, is yourself to speak for yourself. So, you know, it, that's not um, in with CMT. Unlike a lot of other places in the industry, there's no penalty, you know, for not yet having a team put together, which is a really nice thing. Um, but it can, you know, it's challenging for us because as many people as we want to support, there's so many artists, you know. So yeah. sometimes it is, you know, who's got more going on? Maybe kind of social media is important you know um having a following is important that's always attractive to people i think and coming forward to cmt or a record label or whomever you're approaching a publishing company to have a proven track record and say all these people are already interested in me yeah you can't really deny the power of that so i i don't want to say you have to have that 
coming to CMT, but I would encourage people to really look at that as the way to, because it's a great testing ground, right? I mean, TikTok and everything, like the immediate feedback you get um, where people respond. And certainly, you know, we are full of love and support, but we're also business people, you know? So we have to make sure that everything we put on the air actually attracts viewers. Yeah. So, you know, if you're able to see that before you support someone, wow, they already have this many followers. Yeah, that's, that's certainly attractive. Sure, so. it needs to be kind of mutually beneficial. Absolutely, it's a business. Yeah. Um, what does it mean to you to be a female leading in the country music industry? Um, you know, it's a funny thing. We are, we have a lot of uh, female executives at CMT and Viacom. And it feels great. And it's not uncommon for us to get on a Zoom and there's like one guy you know, and eight women. Yeah. Um, and it feels really wonderful to be uh, a part of a group of strong women. I think, I, I have to say, I've been, I don't know if fortunate is the right word, but I, I feel like I've been treated fairly throughout my career. I can't say, I don't think I've suffered um, because women weren't being given a, a, a fair chance. I When I worked at a record label, there was a female president. When I worked, you know, like it, when I worked with an artist, it was a female artist that I sang background vocals for. So my mother is also very strong. So I'm used to sort of being, yeah not unusual to me. It sounds like you've attracted uh, that energy. I hope so. I yeah. hope so. But I'm very, very aware at, you know, the um, inequality and the sort of injustice um, when it comes to radio and uh, the fact that women are not given a fair shake. Um, and again, you know, Leslie Fram is really putting her money where her or how do you put yeah. her money where her mouth is? Yeah. That's the saying. Um, she started Next Women of Country. So, you know, giving people an opportunity to have success and be seen when they might not in more traditional settings. So um, it's important. It's important. You know, we're in a time right now where it's important to be seen. Everyone should be seen. That's so long overdue. Um, do you think we're moving in a good direction? I do, uh, well, I think we're moving in a good direction. I think we're trying. Yeah. I really think we're trying. Um, I think there's movement. I've seen some movement. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some commitment and dedication. I think the best thing we could do is just everyone keep talking to one another. Baby steps. Um, baby steps, sometimes big leaps if you can do it. Yeah. Uh, but communication is important and just keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. Yeah. Because if there are people out there who, you know, are used to whatever the traditional version of anything is, you know, we all need to nudge each other to encourage change, I think. Absolutely. You've done so many cool things in your career. You've worked uh -huh. on a record label, you've been a singer, you're, you know, worked in TV and you're in charge. Um, What's next for you? Do you have goals still? Do you still have things you want to accomplish? 
Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, goals within CMT, I want to continue uh, to be booking, you know, our big specials. I really have a good time with that. Um, I, I started having meetings with uh, Viacom CBS about developing uh, podcast series. I love it. For, for CMT to hear, you know, different voices about songwriting and, and, you know, we're just sort of in the brainstorming stage right now. So um, we'll see what that brings to the table and doing a lot of work with our digital team. So really looking at maybe doing some episodic <clears throat> stuff with different artists, um, different series. Um, for me personally, I'm a huge lover of documentaries, document documentary films, I love them. So, <laughs> Uh, I am involved with the Nashville Film Festival this year um, on the board and I judged some documentaries last year. I was a co-producer on the documentary on the Bluebird Cafe. Oh, so, oh I didn't I, know that. I, I missed yeah, that. Yeah. That's wonderful. So um, I'd love to do more work. I, do, I always am working on my own projects, like working on documentaries or video series or... Um, you know, developing talk shows and I don't know, just, I've always got some, some uh, iron in the fire. Well, you're very creative, even though you didn't end up being a songwriter and on that side of things, you're very creative and your everyday life is being creative. So uh, that must be very fulfilling. It is, you know, I feel like I've been fortunate enough to kind of merge. I'm both left brain and right brain. Yeah. So I have lucky that I get to make a career out of, you know. Yeah. Well, and you know, when, when you work with artists, um, you know, established and rising, um, I think to be a successful artist, and maybe you can speak to this, uh, you kind of have to be left brain and right brained, you know, because I think to to be successful as an artist, you have to be business savvy too. You have to know how to talk to people, but you also have to, you know, write a song and, and sing a song. So would you say you kind of have to be both? Yes. And I think, you know, when you, when you kind of operate that way, you know, sort of globally, you have the language to speak to the business people and the creative people who are sometimes, you know, more and more the same. But um, I love being on set with an artist because I can, I understand what they need. Yeah. I understand from a television production side, but I also understand from the heart of an artist, you know, what is it like to be under the spotlight and have a bunch of people looking at you and someone asks you to sing a song one more time or you know whatever the case may be you know pick song choice if you're doing a music special i i look at it not only from what works for a television special but what works for the artist as far as showcasing their voice or something that feels consistent with who they are and their artistry so i it allows me to really connect it in a lot of ways on a lot of levels with different people. I love it. I have just a couple more questions. I, I appreciate yeah. your time, but this is so fascinating. Um, have you or anybody at CMT, if someone comes across your desk who maybe has, you know, they're independent or they've got a couple pieces of the team, um, is it something that you guys do where you might help them make a connection to somebody else? You might introduce them to so-and-so at a publisher or a label or a manager. Is that something that ever happens? It does happen. I would say, you know, that's sort of part of Leslie's personal mission is, you know, I think she does so much stuff that I never see. Yes, um, I'm sure. She's you a know, lady. 
What's that? She's a busy lady. Yeah. I, I don't know how she does it. Um, we, I think all of us do that on a personal level. It's not necessarily something that we do as like a service yeah. necessarily. Although when we're back and in person, we do have like mentorship programs where we bring in industry people and talk to, and we invite the next women of country class or new artists that we're familiar with. And we give people the opportunity to be in the same room together. So, you know, when we can, we do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And how does one become a CMT next woman of country? I'm sure there's a thousand girls in this town that want to be 2022's next woman of country. What are you guys looking for? Well, you know, um, gosh, that's a good <laughs> question. Then. Uh, Just the X factor again and, and the buzz and that kind of thing. It is, you know, a lot, I think there's a lot that goes into the um, selection. It's really look at the name of it, the next women of country. So, so that class, typically it's who does have a little buzz going on already. Yeah. Um, so that we can expect within the next year that they might really pop. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's a little elevated from someone who's a real newbie, yeah. you know, because you do, we, we take into account, you know, are they signed? Are they newly signed? Should they be signed if they're not signed? Like, are they creating a lot of music, quality music? Are they submitting a lot of videos? Do they have a social media following? Um, is there that buzz around town? Are they performing a lot and other people are talking about them? Yeah. Um, so next one in the country, I would say is, is those, you know, we look at those people that are just about to yeah. break or are, you know, like this year we have Priscilla Block in there and yeah. you know, she's, we, I think, I mean, I know we had eyes on her before she even had her deal, but you know, it's like, she just got to that point where she, yeah. it was like, you know, we embraced her, she embraced us. So yeah. it's, it's kind of a moving target. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know if I've given you a very good answer about oh, that. It's perfect. It's kind of like, I don't know if this is a good analogy, kind of like a pot of water you put on to boil and it starts simmering and then it finally comes to a rolling boil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, okay. What is the best piece of advice you could give? It's kind of a similar question, but kind of not. Is there any advice you could give to someone who wants to become a CMT next woman of country or maybe a guy who wants his video on CMT? I mean, just do you have any advice on how to build the buzz, especially right now? It's so hard. You can't go out and play as many shows. Um, yeah. Video content, I guess, is king right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you can't, you can't not look at the power of social media, especially TikTok now. I mean, I... The amount of people that are getting signed that, you know, do half a song or something, and then, you know, the next day it's just millions of views. So, um, but generally speaking, I think my advice would be do as much as you can do, write as often as you can write, yes. um, post as often as you can post, but also look at the other people that are having success. And make sure, for instance, if you're submitting a video, look at the quality of the stuff that you see on air. Yeah. And not everyone has the money, but it doesn't always take a lot of money to, to make a great video. So, Creative. Yeah. Um, 
ask for help, get to know other people in the community as much as you can, even though we're a bit isolated right now. So, um, you know, it's community is huge in Nashville. I think asking for help, don't be afraid to ask for help and um, look for a mentor, you know, look for those opportunities to find out more from someone who's done who's who's a little bit further down the the road than you are um i think it's it's doing 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 and never stop doing you know yeah. it's a long road but i mean that's life too you know it is if it's what you really want to do you wake up and you do it every day and some days are going to be harder than others but just don't quit i think that's something that i've heard a lot in these interviews is just don't quit if it's what you want don't to do quit. you never know when your your big break whatever is going to happen for you so keep going it's so true and i think you know another thing i would say is don't get discouraged don't get bitter don't get you know and don't i guess at the end of the day if i have one great piece of advice i think it might be great don't compare yourself to other people. Amen. I love that. Your story is your story. Your voice is your voice. If you look at someone else and think, why do they have what I don't have? You're defining yourself by what you don't have. Yeah. And that's a, not a, a happy place to be coming from, yeah. you know? Yeah. So there's an old skit on Saturday Night Live that was compare despair. <laughs> I remember Just that. Keep those words in mind. Um, you know, compare in a, in a healthy way, like, wow, I can learn from that songwriter. Yeah. But don't put yourself down. Right. Yeah. Everyone has their own story. I love it. I love your insight. One final question. Um, yes. What's the most exciting moment that you've witnessed? Can you think of something amazing that, I don't know, I can't imagine what it is, but. Hmm. I, have, I have cat hair on my lip gloss. Most exciting moment that I've witnessed. A fellow Catwoman, I love it. I'm surprised he hasn't walked through here, actually. He's very popular on Zoom. Oh. Um, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. That's a tough question. You've probably seen a lot of exciting moments. I've, I've been so lucky. I will say that one of the coolest things, do you mean like witnessed in music or in television, like just in general or? Whatever pops in your head, just a really cool moment, I guess. I just wanted to end on a cool thing yeah. that you've witnessed or been a part of. So when I worked at GAC, I booked, um, we did a show, a special on RCA Studio B, yeah. which is where a lot of incredible music was made. Studio A and Studio B, but Studio B is is a bit more legendary, one could argue. And, um, and we brought in people who had produced records there, uh, people who had recorded there. I, this is, I mean, these are, I don't know the age range of the people watching this, but- All over like the Jordanaires used to sing back, they were a band, but they also sang background vocals for Elvis Presley. Mm -hmm. So, and they recorded in Studio B. So they were there and told stories about recording with Elvis Presley. Um, Fred Foster, who discovered uh, Dolly Parton and recorded with her, we did an interview with him. Uh, he told stories. Um, 
there was a story about uh, him recording with Roy Orbison and how they discovered the isolation booth in a studio by um, Roy Orbison sticking his head in, they put a microphone inside a coat rack with a bunch of coats because they used to record live with the band and, and vocals, everything happened all at once. And Roy was singing quietly and they, and he was just being, you know, blasted out by the band. So they put a microphone inside the coats and he put his head in there and sang. And it was at that moment that they discovered that if you isolate the vocals, wow. you get more, you know, opportunity from a dynamic standpoint and there's not bleed over and all this stuff. I, I was just, I had booked everyone, but I was sitting there during the taping on the floor, wow. watching these stories, living history being told. And I get chills thinking about it, actually. It was, it was one of the most amazing moments of my entire career because it's living history. These yeah. are people that created a sound yeah. that we, that everything we listen to today is built upon, you know, and people come from all over the world to uh, record in Nashville. So it's not just country. Um, know your history. That's another piece of advice. Yes. Unbelievable. I mean, the, the musicians back in the day when they all had to record everything live and you got like one take, basically, it's just yeah. another level that we just can't even probably fathom. It's unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. So I, that, that would be, that's a top, if not the top moment, that's, you know, top three or something like that. So absolutely. That's pretty well, cool. Thank you for sharing. And thank you so much for all your time today. I can't really think of a better way to wrap things up than talking about the history. Ah, well, thank you. This is so fun. I hope it's a useful information or entertaining in some way. And uh, congrats to you on, you know, the success of um, your <laughs> program and supporting other artists and, you know, just lifting each other up. I think that's, you know, that's the best of what we do. Thank you so much. Yeah, you know, we got to stick together. It's a crazy yes. world. Yeah. 100%, 100%. Yeah, well, I hope we covered pretty much everything and uh, we'll have to catch up again. Hopefully when things open back up and things start getting crazy, I can catch you again and we'll get an update on everything you and CMT. I hope we are all out in Nashville together. Soon. I look forward to that. Yes, fingers crossed. Thanks so much, Shauna. We'll see you later. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you.